Yo, what's up? Welcome to the penthouse, man. We back, but I don't know though. And Phil, this every time I come in here, this your house gets nicer and nicer, man. I love what you've done with the place. I've Why are you being so shy? Told Tell the people. you several times to stop telling people that. They're going to hit me up and be like, bro, how much for your living room? And I'm going to have to stop. tell them the secrets of like, bro, that is not shy. my living room. You got to stop being shy. I do not have ambiance lighting in my living room. Like, <laughs> why would I do that? Got plants just sitting around. We just sitting around here talking. And uh, welcome back. Uh, for those of you who listened, last week we had our little uh, debate about should teachers be allowed to hit the students? And and guess who won? But it was, hold on. Pardon? You need to, need to speak on it correctly. Don't misquote me. Misquote. Go ahead. Now I'm getting into my Trump. That's fake news. Fake news. What I said was... <laughs> If a child hits a teacher, mm -hmm. the teacher should be allowed to hit their ass back and I, keep their job. I corrected That's it. how I feel. I corrected it on the IG, and then I made sure to tell people that. And yeah, still, it's, it's important. We were within seven percent of each other, so I won't. And say that was, was with you misquoting. We yeah. were within seven percent. There were people. Most people were like, "Yeah, you probably should." Yeah, there were people who were like, "Nah, I'm smacking children." Uh, so it, it was close. I mean, I won by like seven percent, but it was too close. It and was that, like was that was with a misquote. That was with a misquote. People you were still like said what I said, which was if a child yeah. hits a teacher, he is no longer in a child's place, he or she, and therefore it is okay, and they should be allowed to keep their job. Wolf. So Wolf's in the building. Give it up for Wolf. What we're talking about, bro, is there was a clip that uh, Phil had pulled up where it was a kid. He'd throw in a basketball at a teacher and call his teacher a nigga. And he was just in his face talking to him, talking to him, talking to him. The teacher finally was like, all right, I done had dogs and fire hoses being the civil rights movement. I'm not taking it from you. And yeah, as a 60-year-old black 64, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on, bro, you can't. A 60-year-old black man. Yeah. How old is the child? He must have been less, like, 13, 14. And he looked mixed breed, too. So he I was. know it triggered yeah, his civil rights <laughs> that he See, went into tough. that mode of, did you call me nigga with the R on it? Because he he's a little teenager. So that's a little tough. But but that's one of them where it's like, yeah, but you stood up to a man. So, you my, know, my that's, argument, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm a big fan of if you a child, stay in a child's place. And anytime you're out of it, well, it's like. You know, like, as a kid, you always think you've grown. But my argument was, I wouldn't have a problem with it if it happened outside, but it happened while you were on the clock. You working? You a music teacher? Yeah. You ain't supposed to let him. So, the, yo, he went. He went to work, and I'm, I'm not gonna say he landed some. He had some nice shots on him. I was, Sixty year old man, hell yeah! yeah he was, <laughs> because I told him the logic is, if I'm gonna get fired, oh, I'm beating the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah, we going It ain't gonna be one hit. What hit? It's like, yo, I've been waiting to hit a student for my whole twenty my years. My whole career. And and That's the parent and and I was telling him it's a teacher shortage, and I said this is why. <laughs> Because you send us in there to deal with your children, That's and it's brutal. like, not enough, bro. Money. I need resources to, to handle some of these kids. Well, That's that true. that brings us to what I'm about to ask you right now. What what happened this week? If you didn't see on the news, there was a parent. Um, I don't. Know, I think it was in South Carolina, maybe Georgia, that uh, his daughter had gotten jumped on the school bus, and this is an ongoing problem. She was being bullied, so she got jumped, and then she comes off the bus and tells her dad and her sister. They come on the bus, on a bus, and start yelling at all the kids screaming like, listen, if I find out one of y'all touch ya, I'ma fight every last one of you on this bus. And so the person holding the phone pans and you can see the kids like freaking out and crying. Cause okay. you know, when a parent is up here, all the kids, you know, you get to that point where you didn't wash the dishes, you ain't take the chicken out the fridge. And you get that little yeah, shake. Man, so a lot of kids were crying, want to fight him. And it turns out he was on the wrong bus. Damn. Now he was doing what you said 
in terms of, I'm going to go handle these kids. No, no, hold on. See, this is the thing okay. you do that I don't okay. like. Correct me. Go ahead. Correct I have me. never said that grown-ass motherfuckers should go into a park and go, which baby touched you? And then shake, start shaking random babies. I've never said that. You did not say that. <laughs> I not... said a teacher, if a I will, student I will retract, hits a teacher. I retract my accusation. But he went on the bus looking for the kids that jumped his daughter and he ended up, it was on the wrong bus. And he, I mean, he ter these kids were terrified. Are you sure he was on the wrong bus? That's crazy. He said he was. He said That's he was. mad embarrassing. He got That's on the wrong bus. And then so like. He got on a bus and they were like, sir, your daughter's in elementary. This is a high school bus. You better get the fuck off here before you get jumped. <laughs> the funny thing is there were kids on the bus saying, I never touched her. I didn't touch her. Right. Because they're all like, like what are you talking even, about? This is the wrong school. So he had to he apologize. He had like an IG video apologizing. But like. This is why um, you measure twice and cut once. You don't want to like. Yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. I find out somebody jumped my son. I'm probably gonna want to flip a bus too. But you just gotta make sure that yeah. when you step on the gas, you're going in the right direction. Yeah, Them kids for were sure. terrified, for man. Sure. Yeah, for sure. And now you're okay with him? Uh, I've never heard that it was the wrong bus. Though. Yeah, That's it was extra funny. I found that out. Uh, shout out to uh, Charlamagne so God County, and DJ this is in Kentucky. Yeah, I was listening to the Breakfast Club and they were talking about oh, it. Shout okay. out to Charlamagne and DJ Envy, but they were like, "Yeah, he said he got on. The, he was on the wrong bus. Them kids had no idea what he was talking about." And yeah. shout out to the bus driver for stopping him because the man and the little girl wanted to go on the bus and just, I guess, every kid who made eye contact, they, <laughs> they want to lay the, the, the slap. Yeah, on he him. better be careful. He mess around and get a long suit from. Yeah. Did he not? Did he? Kids uh, of I feel schools. like the, he he got a, he caught a charge because you can't do that. Yeah, you, you gotta, can't do that. You gotta even you gotta catch a charge for that. It never said none of these articles say he was on the wrong bus though. Well, I can't. I you know. I so don't, yeah, he just you know you can't you can't yell at people on a school bus randomly. And this is where the old school teaching of like this idea of getting completely rid of bullying is never gonna work. Nah. Mm. You gotta teach your kids because that's the thing. It's like everybody's a bully to somebody, or at mm -hmm. least that was how it worked when I went to school. Right? Same. Same. That it's like you might be the bully, the jocks, like the football players, the tough motherfuckers. They would bully everybody, right? Yeah. But then they might bully somebody they just feel like is less cool than them. Yeah. So then everybody's bullying somebody they feel like is less cool than them if you wore glasses. It was simple shit back in the day. Yeah, mine was you high know, waters. Fat kids, high really waters. short yeah. kids, skinny kids. You ever got bullied for wearing high waters? Nah. That was me. Okay. That was my thing. That's what put me... I was short and I wore glasses, so it was like you were short, so nothing was high waters on you. Is what you're saying? Nah, not at all. Okay. No, no, no such thing as high waters when you low. <laughs> when you low. <laughs> Billy they... Jean, Michael Jackson wore high waters. He did, all. but he could dance, so nobody messed with him. Yeah, we used to say you flooding. Yeah, flooding. Thing. Exactly. Boy, you exactly. Nah, we um, I don't know if y'all noticed, but we had a saying here. Um, something, something. Why, why in the world are your pants so high? The flood. Oh, hey, the flood is over. The land is dry. But why in the world are your pants so high? Like, we had a rhyme for everything. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but I got bullied. I did I Just, you know, minor trauma. Well, that's why I said everybody did. So that's why I said he's got to teach his kid, like, I can't fight your battles. You out in the world now. And it, hopefully she has brothers or sisters mm -hmm. or at least cousins, somebody in the area. Because back in the day, that used to get handled of like, if your older brother even was in middle school, mm -hmm. perfectly legal because people would be like, hey, ain't Chris bus already come? Yeah. And Chris mama be on the bus stop in her bathrobe? Like, mind y'all motherfucking business. 
<laughs> he got something to handle. And Chris yeah. would get on the younger bus, the elementary school bus. Yeah. He might be in seventh grade. But guess what, fourth graders? I'm here today. Y'all fucking with my sister? I think not. <laughs> Fuck with her today. Matter of fact, I'm fucking with you. Nah, and he would come on, so you had yeah. to send another child to handle yeah. the dirty work. That's, so that's hap that, that happened. My I wasn't, you know, I know y'all see me now, I'm a big dude, but I was kind of like a punk when I was, I didn't like to fight, I was scared. And my older, my older, he was younger, but my younger cousin Peter, God bless the dead, he loved to fight. So anytime I told him I had a problem with somebody, he was always like, I'll fight him. Oh, you want to fight him? Yeah. And the kid messing with me at church. Came to the church. Church. Yeah, he came to church. Where he at? Right there. And he was like, yo, you see this dude over here? It's my cousin. You mess with him, you mess with me. I'm going to come back here. We're going to fight. It was just like, okay. See, that's that's what the dad needs to do. I don't know you know, what his extended family is. Because like I said, it was kind of a hierarchy of, okay, maybe you was the only child. Get your cousin. If you couldn't get your cousin, get your second cousin. Hell, get somebody that live across the street. That's bigger, and then they go on the bus and go, hey, motherfucker. And I mean, it was that simple back in the day, right? Yeah, but them kids were terrified. You didn't want to see a seventh grader. You didn't know what type of moves he had. I ain't going to hold you, because as a parent, if I was a parent of one of them kids on the bus, I'd be like, yo, let me go see him. My daughter came home crying and said, this guy came on the bus and scared her. Who was it? I mean, yeah. let me talk to you for a second. Let me hold you to the side. Come over here. Let me holler at you for a minute, playboy. Yep. Let me nah. see, I'll play about my, you but know. But see, that's what I'm saying. Just like that, too. I think any time as a parent, because here's the thing. That's only gonna get you more bullied. <laughs> ah, your daddy came down here mad. <laughs> your daddy was mad. That nigga <laughs> took off work. He came down here. See, that's waited at the bus stop. And and don't let your mama have to come down. Like you know, come on, bro. They'll flame your mama up. Like your mom ever had to come to school for hell? Like yeah. That? Well, let me see here. <laughs> My situation is tricky, right? I'm I'm a middle child, so I'm in the middle of five children. I had an older sister, which, you know, girls, they really not about that life. They're not no. trying to fight. But my sister was dark-skinned, so she got a lot of jokes. I had mm. to defend her. Then I had an older brother. People thought he was gay. So I always had to kind of defend him, too. So I kind of wound up being the handler in my family. Four or five fights. Of like, you know what? Fuck it. You might be in seventh grade and I'm in fourth, but motherfucker, what's up? I'll fight you. You didn't care. You're like, I'll fight yeah, you. Yeah, I kind of had to be that person. Nah. And I mean... I ain't gonna lie, like I didn't get punked a couple times to lose, right, right, but it right. was one of them. Were like somebody gotta handle it. Somebody gotta do something about somebody it. Somebody gotta handle yeah. it. The whole family catching jokes. I nah. think not. I wish it was. I wish I had brothers. I only had, I had two sisters, and uh, yeah, I was a little one, and I already told you I didn't like to fight. So a lot of times my sisters would come and, you know, speak up on my behalf. Well, that was the frustrating part about having an older brother who, like I said, people thought he was gay, which he was really just eccentric. Like, you know how little Uzi Vert is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, he yep. was in the state property. Yeah, era. like Kodak Black, got it's you. Like, nigga, you can't dye your hair and have a tongue ring <laughs> and not expect people, people to be, be like, confused. uh, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> and we lived in South Georgia, so it's like... Right, right. He, he got on the prison bro, jumper, what the fuck are you doing? tongue, and so, dye yeah, hair. Yeah, it was like, nigga, what? Are you confusing people? The people looked at your brother like they looked at Dennis Rodman, pretty much. Like, he mm. could be dangerous, but he's got, like, well, he couldn't nipple rebound, rings. And... So it's like, bro, you don't, you can't rebound. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis did the toughest job. Yeah, he yeah, went in the trenches and came out with the basketball. Mm -hmm, so we didn't mm -hmm. give a damn what Dennis did. That's a fact. After yeah. he got off the clock. He could wear wedding dresses, paint, spray paint his head. 
Oh, um, we were talking. You talking about NBA? I I don't know if you saw this, Wolf. I don't know if you're into the sports, but they got the uh, documentary about Tim Donahue out. Um, I watched that and it was oh my god! Crazy. Everything I said about the NBA, I'm telling you, I knew it all along. Back to that Kings Lakers series. I remember like, that. Oh man, that was what they brought. I was like, I knew so it. So many people it. feel like Game Six was so fucked up. Chris Webber fouled out. Right. So for for perspective, uh, back. To, I know that it sounds crazy to say the Kings were in a playoff series with the Lakers, but you got <laughs> it was a different. It was a different time. It was years ago. Mike Bibby, Jason Williams, Chris Webber, and Vlade. Divac versus the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, and the Lakers were down three games to two, and everybody was like, Kings got it. That was their year. And then yeah. game six, and then they lost at Sacramento, and everyone was like, wait, what? And like, the, yeah. there were so many Weber missed calls. out, so many missed calls. Bibby going to the hole and just so, getting right, obliterated. Right, obliterated and no phone calls. Tim so, Donahue. Right, so this this documentary was basically he was saying about how Tim Donahue is the referee, the referee that was uh, fixing the games allegedly, mm. and in this documentary he talked no, about no, it wasn't alleged. You went to well, prison. No, I believe I, no, I believe him. I don't think he fixed. A it. white I think man he just... went to prison. You did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elson White went to prison. Nothing. There's no white right. Central Park Five. I mean, I saw it and I believe him when you he did said that. Shit. He just called the games as he called, and them. he only got 15 months at that. That's true. And he still, I think he lied about how much money he got. Because, um, not to spoiler alert, they asked him how much money he got in one clip. And he was like, oh, I don't know. I don't remember. And then in the next clip, he was like, they asked him about how much money he got. He said, uh, I didn't. Well, the part about it I didn't like was, you know, you're a referee. The NBA rule is you are not allowed to bet on, on anything. Not, yeah. not just bet. You're not allowed to gamble. None of that. Yeah. So he starts off betting on football, and this is why people tell us, or used to tell us, shit was a gateway drug. Remember they would tell us yeah. weed was weed a gateway, is a gateway drug? drug? Yeah. And it's like, son, you're going to wind up on heroin, and it's like, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I wonder what they're telling kids now is the gateway know. drug, now that weed is legal. Oxy. Are they like, listen, cocaine leads to crack. That's <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much if you had baking soda anyway. You know what's interesting was he's he he said like before every game he knew the personalities of the referees and who they interacted with. And this yeah. is where I was like, cause people always say this, the NBA is biased and nah, it's not, they're unbiased. Like, no, the well, referees yeah. So the part about Iverson with the palming, and he said that I was like, no, oh well, my yeah, god, but like we all knew Iverson used to like to carry. It is what it is. It is what it is. And they called it. I'm like, I knew it. And guess what? NBA, and he was the only one that got in trouble for that. All but those no, no, other no. referees. What he was given was insider information, right? Of like, oh, this referee has beef with this player or that coach, so they're gonna call that extra close. And I think the dude said the loan shark he was yeah, betting yeah. with. I forget his name. Kind of said, yo, I went 37 and 10, which is phenomenal mm -hmm. that season of like we won money. But the two things, one was Donahue, like I said, not supposed to bet on anything. Started off with football, yeah. got off into some soccer, and then finally the got guy went. Basketball, yeah. yeah, man, uh, you want you think you want to do some uh <laughs> some basketball? And he was like, Oh, I don't uh, this guy doesn't like that guy. And then he was like, All right, I won. But once you win money. It becomes addictive. Yeah, I think he did get because he was making four hundred thousand as an NBA ref on salary. Yeah, so it, you go, bro, you making he didn't need half the money. a million he didn't need dollars. The money. He didn't need the money. You making half a million dollars? Like, what are you doing? One thing I remember is when he had that call on Reggie Miller in the beginning of the documentary. He talked about there's this thing mm -hmm. the NBA has outlawed it now. It's like where you 
pump fake and the guy jumps and then you jump into him Flopping. and call that a foul. Mm. They've made a law against that, which is why Harden's scoring uh, has gone down. No, we're not gonna talk about that. You don't wanna get I'm too- I'm a Harden fan. Oh, well, that's, you know that's we're why too his- close to the Brooklyn Bridge to- I'm just saying, oh, that's well, why his scoring went down. Brooklyn. That's all I'm saying. Shut up. <laughs> I denounce none of that. So they made up- the, the Rico papers with his name Hilarious. Him and Lil Baby is why his scoring then went down. He's, he's in fear of not, not the new NBA law, but that's that's the law they made. You that can't Meek get Mills a foul off of that. tickling him. That's and, hilarious. And it, it, his PPG has dropped every game since Meek Mills tickled him. Now he's anyway, taking less money to play. Yeah. What I wanted to say was gateway drug that it's like ladies. Well, I shouldn't say ladies because some of you dudes. Mm. Starts with OnlyFans. Oh. Just like Tim Donahue. Starts with football. <laughs> I bet on a little football. I, I, don't, I, even I don't even referee football. Mm-hmm. So get you on OnlyFans. Yeah. Start making a little money. Start touching yourself a little. Get a little taste. Then you get into, eh, eh, I'm not contacting anybody. It's just me. Now you're on back page. Then they go, look. <laughs> no. Then no. they go, I gave you 400. Mm. I gave you 400 to let somebody touch you on camera. Then you go, 400? The rent is due. It's the 30th. Then they go, hey, hey, hey. How much to let another guy do you on camera? Uh, I give you 1,000. And she goes, yeah, why not? But I'm not doing any, like, anal or nothing. Yeah, there's a line. The motherfucker goes, I give you 2,500 to do a little anal. (laughs) All right, just a little. Then they go, I give you 3000 to do a lot of anal. <laughs> that's what that's what happened to Tim Donahue. It's a gateway drug. He they got, were like, yeah, bro, a little bit of that basketball information, come on. Basketball, then soccer, then it's baseball, then, yeah, man. Your I, sport. I, I just don't, I believe him. I don't think he fixed the game. Here's I he what I didn't like. He knew the trends. Here's man. what I didn't like, and he revealed himself to be a liar at some point during the documentary. Did you catch that the loan shark was like, I never threatened you. Yeah, Donahue he was like, was like he start, he nah, he told me at some point my wife and my kids were at Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. And then I know where Since they live. So I kept Florida. giving them information. And it's like, I think you're lying. Because remember, he never would say he fixed games. Yeah. The FBI was like, hey, bro, you... Knowing the trends and telling people In beforehand. order to get a reduced sentence, we need you to say you fix games. That's what you did. Well, the FBI, I think, is, was also trying to get the NBA, too, because they wanted that big fish to be like, all right, we're taking all these refs down. Because he said yeah, all the refs... Yeah, but once the guy that had He said got, all the referees were gambling. They gambled on everything. But he's a snitch, and you never believe a snitch. He's a liar. And I, I didn't like that. If I, you go down, you go down by yourself. I think he lied about some stuff, but I think, like you I said, don't when I, point fingers at other people. When I went back and looked at that uh, that Sacramento Lakers game, when I looked at that Iverson game, I was like, damn, like but listen, he's not lying. If you get caught, you know, stealing from the job, mm. and then you point at me and go, Phil be taking long lunches. That's how he looked. That it was like, you betted on NBA games. You're pointing out other referees went in a casino and gambled on cards. Yeah, it's in the rule book, but nobody was really enforcing it. That it's like, so the fuck what? You betted on the very thing that makes you your money. You threatened the integrity of the game. Fuck you. Yeah, it, it, y'all might so be go down like that shit. But it was a big scandal back then because it was unheard of. Because for many years, people had been saying that there were certain referees who were crooked and well, like people were like, said, nah, nah, nah. Here's but- the thing about which, first of all, no, notice everybody's white. So all the sentences were like yeah. 15 moms. Yeah. You know. 
six months, and yeah, it was nothing too crazy. They got it. And notice the beautiful locations they were in. Yeah, palm trees, Palm Beach, (laughs) South Florida. Nice weather. It looked like resorts they were Mm -hmm. living on. You see black crime, we all in the hood. (laughs) But yeah, it was crazy. Also, the fact that, um, you know, he betted on sports or whatever, but it's like the integrity of the game was what the FBI agent wanted to sell books and wanted to be, I got, I caught John Gotti and I also caught you. And he was so overzealous that he gave David Stern the insider information. He did. And then David they, Stern was did, like, yeah. let me hurry up and sign this TV contract. Yeah. Before, yeah. Before, before our value all of gets this reduced down, which back to David Stern that, you know, he's the OG businessman of like, I Business built this man. thing. Hustler. He, he turns into uh, my man from Snowfall. Oh, yeah, he did. I <laughs> built this thing. I built this. Brick my brick. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he hurried up and got Donnie he out of there and was like, yo, the rest of this shit, we cool on. Yeah, and they, they never looked it. into it further. So I, I mean, would, it's just regular season game. But I would recommend well, y'all watch it. If, if you're game, a fan of basketball, you're an NBA fan, I would say go watch it because there's so many more things. Like when the report came out, so many things that we didn't know about that he talked about in the documentary. I was like, I didn't know that. They just painted him as like this guy. It was him. He was betting on games. He was crooked. And that was it. You didn't see nothing about nobody here's, else. Here's so. something I wanted to get him. The Jay-Z verse. You from Brooklyn. Oh, I loved it. Five minutes of fire. Five minutes? Is it five? five? It might minutes. be six. Maybe six, but nothing but nothing but fire. I mean... It's funny, because all week people been arguing over, which, if y'all didn't know, Let's talk if you that. live under a rock, living under a rock. came out with an album God did. These are the people that don't know how to spell I Am Phil Hunt. Per usual, full of skippers. <laughs> but, because but, he just meshes together <laughs> so many people that you're like... Nigga, are you putting these names in a hat and drawing them out? Like, how are you Bro, coming up with this song? He knows how to sell an album. He'll be like, yo, I'm out here. I didn't plan this. God did this no, for me. He they said we, yo, Wolf, they said we couldn't do it, bro. We here. They said we couldn't be on the moon in a resort, but we here. He's so good <laughs> at selling things that he sold weight loss tips to yeah, he people. Did. And he's, was it Weight Watchers? And Weight Watchers. It was Weight Watchers. And it's fat. <laughs> Then I gotta give him credit. I, I saw I saw a Lizzo ad for Peloton, and I said that's great. I said that's great. That's diversity. That's who needs to be selling these. I was like seeing somebody put rims on a freaking Corolla. He, You're like, yes, he gained not weight bad. and sold Weight Watchers. So he is a great salesman. He did like a used car salesman. He just hits you over the head with the same four phrases. It was so great. So anyway, <laughs> this is destiny. Jay Z had the song "In Case You Live Under a Rock" on there. It's it's, it's, it's Lil Wayne and some it's bars Jay-Z on here. John Legend's on the hook. God did. It's the mm-hmm. title of the album. Uh, you know, black people love the Lord, and we also love Ho. That's a yeah. He had some know. bars in there. Uh, thank you, Wolf, for pulling up here. It says, "Please, Lord, forgive me for what the stove did." You don't gotta read it. I have You're to fucking up. I have Hove to. has delivery, and you don't. Nah, so I, don't I, I do got that. delivery. This is like Ho read. I got delivery joke. like Uber Eats. Nah, I don't <laughs> got no delivery. Nobody Trust touched me, the billy bro. until Ho did. We know everybody's heard it. We don't. What about the people living listen, under the rock? They've heard it. They don't live under a rock. If they live under rock, they should live under that one. Yeah, look at you <laughs> sipping. You did, you I saw you. Thing. No, you put the whole, anyway. You put the rock up. I saw it. That was I'm good. I'm aging myself with that, that, good. that hand signal. That was good. It's the, like, oh, the, the rock in the building. What does that mean? What is he doing? Anyway, <laughs> what I wanted to say was, it's been funny because all week people have been debating who had the best verse. Obviously, 
Jay Z's is longer, yeah. but a lot of people are saying Wayne. Wayne, no, Wayne has which some bars. Unanimously, he threw shots at Jay. We all agree. Rick Ross had the worst first. Yeah, we don't even know why worse. Ross is on the zone. It's like yeah, Ross, fill up some space. You're invisible, sir. Yeah, Khaled should have known better because the song after is just Eminem and not, and uh, Kanye. Yeah, and no, Wayne had it. Wayne had a bar and you go, about. Yeah, if you're gonna do legends, just keep it to Jay and Wayne. What did yeah. Ross? You a legend, but you ain't quite in that bracket. What did Wayne say? If I'm gonna play the donkey, you're gonna have to kiss kiss my ass or something mm -hmm. like something like that. And I'm like, that was a shot at. He said a lot of shit, but no, nah, I mean, but always Jay Jay told the story. Kind of gone back to back. Jay told the story. He had a lot of good bars. And I mean, I, I ain't even mad. I listen. They share the last name Carter. Which, they do. Uh, I, and I think Mr. Carter. That's a dope. Song. Carter. Yeah, yeah. The I, two of them. I think if there's ever verses, then it'd probably have to be Jay-Z and Lil Wayne. Mm -mm. Carter versus Carter. Yeah, come Stop on. Stop that. What do y'all think? At me right now. Hit me on the pod. Well, but I don't know go pod. Damn it. It's tough because Jay's first album comes out in 96. Right. Wayne's first album, I think, comes out in 98, maybe 99. 99. I said but 99. But he was yeah. a kid, so it's like these prepubescent bars ain't quite holding up. Right. To the way to well, grown man. Remember when he ball. started, he didn't want to curse because of his mama. Right. And a lot of his stuff was probably he didn't heavily want to curse curated. He was like growing up gang son. <laughs> but sure, but I'm sure that baby or whoever was helping him write his bars until he kind of became a man and started doing his own thing. But let's not get too far. Not deep. too far deep. We, we had the best verse. Jay Z by far. I mean, Wayne well, had, had the longest verse. So it was a kind of like Wayne. No, but in comedy, it was like Wayne opened up. For yeah, Jay. wait, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like, knocking Wayne. Them, them verses when I listened to, it, I was like, Jesus, like I can't even. I ain't got no complaints. Yeah, but it was, I just like Jay's more because every bar had something in it. There was yeah. something to cut into. Like he's yeah. talking about, he started. He was selling Wayne. Who's the billionaires? And then he went from that to yeah. his kids and like how and he, he was like, yeah, he was the first billionaire. He said, don't call like, me. He said, don't call me God. I'm home. And I was just like, yo, yeah, all right, bro. You off and you know he always shouts out the stove. Mm -hmm. Shouts out to the stove. And I just I think it means more because we don't get a lot of content from Hove. So whenever he drops a bar and he's got something to say, it's you know something to say, and I respect him more because he don't write nothing down. That yeah. that he dropped this whole verse. I think he said he cheated a little on his six minutes. So like, and I, mean, I have some things I wanted to tell y'all. Like he went on uh, Twitter Spaces, him, Khaled, and a few other people, and he was really kind of explaining some of the things. And I mean, it's a whole bunch of shit that like the newscasters have picked up on. So it's it's to me just great. Mm. For a what is Ho fifty? He gotta be in 52? his fifties. Fifties somewhere in his fifties. Yeah, yeah. To see our elder statesmen now get that love of like a Grateful Dead or a U two that Bono gets. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, there was I'm a glad. time when you know four years into rap, people went, "Don't nobody want to hear that old shit." Absolutely. So yeah, there's, there's some rappers walking around downtown uh, Brooklyn or Canal Street right now trying to sell an album. It's like y'all ain't doing right. Fifty two years old of heat. So and and he that's the hottest verse probably of the year. I agree. I, and then you got Kanye yeah, yeah. right underneath him, 45. So it, it's dope to see rap starting to become like a, nah, man, we aging like, like the, the Rolling Stones, stars, the Beatles. Like the Rolling Stones, Beatles. Maybe, maybe one day we'll have somebody doing a movie like how they did about Elvis, but they'll do it about Jay-Z, you know? It'll be called Jigga Man, you know? But facts though, the, I'm not- I hate about Because black, that story is crazy. No, it's great. Like, but here's the thing that I first, hate about I black rappers right, is- you, you don't get a movie unless you're dead. Mm. Who's the first rapper Biggie. to have a movie? Biggie? Dead. Who's the second? 50 Cent? 
Yeah, 50, but he's... Got shot nine times. You got to get shot. Yeah, to get the movie, yeah. Eminem, first rap biopic. Yeah, that's a fact. You go, how the fuck? We've been rapping for 30 years. First rap biopic, one white dude comes along, and now we got to make a fucking movie? Kid and play? Does that count? Never got House stabbed. party. Nah. Because it wasn't a biopic. Yeah, it was... Yeah. But you think about the bi black biopics, like I said, Eminem comes along that is like, they're like, oh my God, they're rapping? We got to fucking make a movie. I just hate yeah. the fact they were talking Emmy and Oscar. I'm like... I I love 8 Mile, though. 8 Mile, great movie. You live at home yeah. in the trailer. Come on, man. Yeah, no, it was a great and movie. He's the first future. Macau but I, I want to see what the Reasonable Doubt movie looks like. That's that. Yeah, that'd be nice. But again. Story of Jay-Z. Reasonable you, Doubt. Story of Jay-Z. You have to be dead as a black rapper or get shot. So so run down the biopics. No, uh, Eminem's first. Eminem. The white it. rapper being first. Is oh, we, we forgot the Tupac movie. Insane. Hold on. Oh, but that's, I'm running them down. Okay, go ahead. In order. 8 Mile. Biggie, mm -hmm. dead, deceased, 50 Cent, shot nine times. Mm -hmm. yeah. You go Eminem, you didn't need at least get stabbed. Nothing? Nothing. Uh, who's after that? NWA? NWA. NWA, yeah. NWA oh, Easy E's dead. The Tupac movie. Wu-Tang? Tupac. Oh, the Wu-Tang and American. They got a series that's not a movie. Not a biopic. Which might be better. Got a series. Yeah. It's too long. It's it was. It was a lot. Too it was a lot. lot. We, okay. we, we all know we the story. The yeah. Yeah, it's it's good to see rap being able to age. And like I said, Jay is he's a legend, man. I'm not even first billionaire who's a rapper, and the bars were crazy. And like you, but I hate people calling him a capitalist, like it's an insult. And I hate that yeah. he that's the country he, you live in. It's like I made money, ain't a thing, motherfucker. Duh, and yeah. <laughs> but he won't lean into it. He's trying to defend it because he was on Twitter Spaces and he was like. You know, he used to call us nigga, now they call us capitalists. Like, this is just evolution that, you know, they try to keep us out these spaces. Yeah, what, and what it's like, Jay, lean into it. So the fuck what? Because what, there's nothing, it. when you own what they say, there's nothing they can do about it. What do you say about being a corner boy and now being a corner office? He, he's corner right boy about in a corner that, office. Though, like, yeah. Yeah. That it's like, you know, they're allowed to be capitalists. Yeah. But like I said, I think it's that he gets defensive and he denies it. Motherfucker, I made money ain't a thing. Yeah, give me all the other shit, you know. Dead presidents. That's on my first album. He's pouring Chris style on the, on the like, boat. Cut it out, bro. I, I got money. Been talking crazy. Yeah, and it's crazy that it's like when the when the fuck is capitalism and insult? Yeah. We all capitalists. We just broke. Pretty much. We're bad at it. Yeah. I'd be capitalist. We're bad I was capitalist. Money like that too. It's like you got an iPhone. Steve yeah. Jobs is allowed to be a capitalist. You got a fucking iPhone. You stood in line yeah. for it probably. Mark you got Jordans. So I think our mind is just fixed on who we allow to be capitalists. Bingo. That it's like, I don't want the rapper to be the, the, the ghetto guy. The nah. Guy. And the guy who was guy selling on the corner? Crying. Nah, I don't want him to be it. We're comfortable where, with us in spaces that we're comfortable with us in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sell us alcohol, sell us clothes, but don't, don't be involved in... Yeah. Don't, enjoy, don't enjoy life too much. Yeah. Don't be involved you know in saying? Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin. Don't do too much. Talking about. Just stay in your lane. Cryptocurrency? <laughs> don't what did he sell know us crack. Don't be selling us legal I'll weed. I'll buy crack from Jay-Z. I ain't buying uh, doggy coin. Legal weed. Doggy coin. You know, when he had iceberg <laughs> jeans, you was comfortable mm -hmm. with that. That it's like, bro, S. Doc Carter way. sneakers. Remember the sneakers? Came a long way from all that stuff. So it's like, I let him if Jeff Bezos can go to space. Right. And what's the other Fair. guy? Elon, Elon Musk. Elon Musk, Twitter, yeah. Then 
Let me own title, motherfucker. Damn, or a percentage of it, yeah, whatever. Let him make his money. He's, he's not being weird about it. Yeah, yeah, people so. But um, you you uh, just a little little bit of a segue. First of all, let me apologize, uh, for not. It's we're on Labor Day weekend, so shout out to all my West Indian people in the building: Grenada, Trinidad, Jamaica, all of y'all celebrating. Um, and I have to apologize to y'all. I've been, I have been, uh, for the last couple of days, I've been partying and drinking. Phil texted me to see what I was doing. I had, I, I had no comedy, but I've been partying and drinking with no all my West Indians. So I am. Um, what is it, Joe Vert, Jay Vert, Juve, Juve? Wow, wow, <laughs> really? Hey, Joe Vert? Who's Joe? I'm Joe full, Jackson? <laughs> I'm full FBA, as they say. So I'm over here. He like, said Joe. What? It's Juve. Juve, Jay Vert. Yeah, have my jerk chicken, motherfucker. There you go. Come get some jerk chicken and some, some beef patty, some soup. You know what it is? Some roast corn. But shout out to all my West Indians. Uh, we've been partying in Brooklyn, so that's what I've been doing for the last couple of days. Um, yeah, shouts out to all the people who got dropped off first. That's right. We're here now. We're <laughs> on the way to America. I, I, I have been drinking since last week, and Phil hit me up with, where you at? I said, well, my family been drinking. So I, For those of you who don't know, explain what that is. What, Juve? Yeah. Explain. So Juve is the, it's like a festival. It's like a party the night before Labor Day. Labor Day, every year happens on the park where Labor Day Monday, they have all the floats, everybody playing masks. They put on the costumes. It's in Brooklyn. It's in Brooklyn, Eastern Parkway. Eastern Parkway. So this is the first year we have it in the last two years because of COVID. So, I mean, this year has, everybody's kind of come back into that feeling of. There'd be some beautiful women out there. God, man, we'd be out there partying and dancing and having a good time. So. Yeah. I don't do the parkway no more just because I've never been a fan of being around like lots of people and not having space. Not big on the crowd. But um, the food and the alcohol is plentiful. So if, if you have a, a rum punch, if you if you have a drinking problem, you probably want to be in Brooklyn. This it's week. gonna be a problem. <laughs> it's gonna be a problem because I've been drinking every <laughs> night and. I, I don't have a drinking problem. I just and my family's in town, and we I just didn't say you had a drink problem. I said it's a problem if he ain't drinking. It is a problem. Hey, give him something. <laughs> He's sitting, he got nothing in his hand. Give him something. So yeah, yeah Juve, we got the night before. It's a lot of oil, a lot of paint. People getting dirty, just having a good time. It's don't go to light. Juve with a white shirt. Yeah, don't do that. You're gonna get grinded on. What they say, me mash upon you. Me, me mash. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, one time I'll tell you this much. I went with a white shirt. You know, I was trying to be chill, and. Uh, <laughs> I must have been up all night. It was like 4, 35 o'clock in the morning. We're just walking up Empire. And this old lady, I'm talking like 70s, she sees me. She's like, eh, eh. But where you want it? Face, neck. And she had this little paint thing. She squeezed okay. it in her hand. She said, where you want it? Face, chest, neck. And I was like, I understand. Neck, not in the face. She said, okay, mm -hmm. bam. Just put all the paint on me. So you get dirty. You're supposed to be dirty and, you know. And your girl was like, what the fuck you? Be? She watched it. She warned me. lady wrote her name on you in glitter. Yeah, she did. She <laughs> did. Nasty Ponya. She did, yeah. <laughs> I don't, you, yeah, I, y'all be careful. I gotta take you, man. You gotta come, man. I think I you like it. it. No, you I've gotta come. It. You, I've, I've walked through it. Ever, like, oh, hold on, let me ask you a question. Let me you. Ever a woman whine on you? You know what that's like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whine that you didn't ask for? Just two women just come on you and start whining on you? What would you do? Thank you. You'd do you like, know what oh, you, you what would you do? Green card. There you go. Say to her, you must need a green card. Where you came over here from? <laughs> Your work visa expired. Or I got you. I'll marry you. Yeah, I got you. Let me, let me ask you, how, mu how much time we got left on the clock there? Uh, we have 41 minutes right now. Mm. So yeah. We got... We gotta talk about Aries Spears. We gotta talk about Aries Spears. Oh Jesus, this, this is your Real clip. Real quick for those who are listening, who in case you live under rock, Aries Spears, you got your questions ready. 
All my, yeah, I got the questions Get your ready. Questions ready. All my rock Roll people, place. this is for you. If you live so under a rock, for those of you who live under a rock, last week we talked about Aries Spears versus Lizzo, which he had some very, which we'll call off-color comments to say about Lizzo. But he did call himself fat and bad body before mm-hmm. y'all did, which I asked the question last week of: If Big is beautiful, then why y'all got so many fat jokes for him? That it's like, are we equal opportunity? Is this not the equality that y'all don't want? They don't want equality. Someone's right to call Lizzo fat and to call him fat, which, by the way, Lizzo calls herself, her handle is Lizzo B. Eaton. B, yep. So she owns the fact that she's fat, which we respect. But if big is beautiful, let's let it be beautiful on both sides. So anyway, update. Ari Spears, the comedian, had a lawsuit against her man Tiffany Haddish of... This sketch that they did back in like 2012 before Tiffany blew Poor up. Poor girl's trip. And uh, yeah, it's horrible. It's called, uh, what is it called? Ped- Mind of a Pedophile. Mind of a Pedophile. Mind of a Pedophile. So Google that and watch that. And we watched it here and we decided what the fuck is yeah. Aries Spears doing? Briefly, yeah. just to give you an idea of what it is. I guess Aries Spears is a pedophile. He's been looking at this kid who's, who's Tiffany Haddish's son in the sketch. It's not, yeah, in the sketch, yeah. which, by the way, the lawsuit is by another comedian who she, I guess, basically loaned her child to them for a sketch and was like, what the fuck? Y'all owe me money for pain and suffering. And apparently she's been at this lawsuit for a while, but seeing Aerie Spears trending was like, oh, hell no. She was like, yo, I need my money and I need it now. And once <laughs> you watch this sketch, which, like I said, Google Mind of a Pedophile, which it made me say as a creator... Yo. As a JG Wentworth. As a creator, yo. Sometimes you need, like a lot of comedians like to be like, yo, if I just didn't have censors and, you know, if we just didn't have executive producers and directors to be like, we can't do that sketch, I would be better. And it's like, Aerie Spears is famous for Mad TV, which was a great show back in the day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he had this sketch called, uh, you know, he played R. Kelly. It's called World's Greatest. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, Google it. you know, he mocks R. Kelly. And it's a great sketch. But mind you, Key and Pill were writers back then. So Jordan Pill, Key and Pill from the comedy show. Mm-hmm. And you watch this sketch called Mind of a Pedophile that has been pretty much removed from the internet. Scrubbed. And you go, yeah, Aerie Spears, you need writers, man. Yeah, so w- the, what made it uncomfortable is that there were parts of the sketch where there was a kid squirting baby oil. On him. On him. And, and he squirts and vice oil versa. on the kid. And it's too much. It's little, like, yo, in yeah. that world's greatest sketch on Mad TV, I don't think there were any kids involved. We were just mocking R. Kelly. Yeah. And it was fucking funny. He had the kids But he went to the well too many times. So in this sketch, he's playing R. Kelly music. You know, my mind's telling me no. Yeah, the, the kid's rolling around the and floor, spread eagle. And I, and I was like, what the hell? nothing wrong. And it's like, hey, bro. Too far. You and R. Kelly, like... R. Kelly's getting his 12 play. It's called a jury. In, in fairness, not the... It's called a jury. So you mean to tell me the, the parent of this child did not know that that's what they were going to do? You mean to tell me that parent wasn't there when all Here's, this was happening? You're, you're in comedy. You understand that headliners, Aerie Spears, mm-hmm. they take precedent or precedent of like, they're important. Everyone views them as you don't question them. They just go, motherfucker, I was on four seasons of Mad TV. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Hmm. And then you have Tiffany Haddish, who I absolve 
Yeah. Because I understand in this sketch, she just plays her role. I'm the mom. I'm dropping the kid off. It happens. All the creepy stuff happens with Aries. But even him, I'm willing to absolve and leave at, yo, this is just the weirdest sketch of all time, probably. Yeah, I'm and not squirting. Baby, you, Aries Spears, need writers, okay? Like, I mean, Mad TV, yeah, you got away with the world's greatest sketch. There was some hilarious OJ sketches he also played OJ in. Mm-hmm. But it's like, bro, you need writers because this is you on your own. Yeah, that would have And been- I just can't believe that a cameraman, an editor, no one said, yo, we don't need to do this. Because, I mean, at first I was like, oh, this is funny. And then I, it started getting weird. Nah, it wasn't funny ever. I, no, for two, no, what I mean, for me, for, in the beginning with him with the wig, and I was like, okay, this is kind of funny. And then I saw the further stuff, and I was like, ah, oh, this and let me be clear. I don't need to. I, I don't think Aries deserves to go to jail or none of that. It's just like, motherfucker, this might be the worst sketch ever. I agree. It's like, lower your voice, Tom, my Lizzo. <laughs> Although I must say, <laughs> for you Lizzo defenders out there, it's like a lawsuit is a lawsuit. So mm. when I see people be like, oh, he needs to go to jail, da, 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 I'm like, well, what about Lizzo? She had a lawsuit when she threatened that postman's The postman's worker. worker, yeah. You know, and this was another black woman. Bro, she put the information she on put her, her Twitter. first name and last name. And people came for that girl. On social media. And people started threatening this girl and over harassing some her. French and fries. the whole time, it was like, you threatened somebody over food? And also, That's on brand. If you don't remember, Lizzo had fallen asleep, apparently. And, and just, she was under an yeah. alias in the hotel. So the Postmates worker was like, I couldn't find you because you're here in the hotel under another name. Yeah, and so it's like lawsuits a lawsuits. So everybody that's saying, "Yo, you know, Lizzo won, fuck Aries Spears," like, nah, you know, as a celebrity, you gonna get lawsuits. Mm-hmm. That she so, got to pay. How much did she pay? I don't know, but it was like probably worth more than some cold fries and boneless wings it or whatever the fuck it. was worth. So it's like, yo. There's the equality again. If you're going to call him out for a lawsuit, you got to call her out for a lawsuit. Celebrities aren't your idols, people. Listen. They're just people, just like me and Phil. They do the same stuff. I was just stuff. telling somebody when they asked ASAP Rocky about uh, Ferguson, and he goes, motherfucker, I don't live in Ferguson. I live in Soho, and I also have a place in Beverly Hills. <laughs> people got mad, but it's like, that's his world. He's here probably at 7 a.m., because this is a fucking morning show, Breakfast Club or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's high. Yeah. He doesn't have a regular job. Like, he don't got a job. It's he's... okay. Like, why do y'all need celebrities to be y'all leaders? They, they hold the celebrities such a high uh, standard. And you've which been seeing people understand. type paragraphs in defense yeah. of Lizzo. And it's like, motherfucker, in this scenario, you are a Postmates worker. Yeah. And she is putting your whole name out there. Everything. Name, number, address. First name and last name. She stole my food. It's like... And I say that about even YSL that I saw somebody this week. Young thug need to be free. That DA that locked him up, you know, she... He's done more for the community than her. You go, stop. You're a regular citizen. Allegedly, this guy was murdering regular citizens just Mm -hmm. like you. I don't think he nor the DA is good for the community. But the DA is thick. Holla at me if you see me then. What is her name? Fanny Wells? Mm-hmm. She's thick. Google Fanny Wells. Anyway. Shout out to Fanny Wells. All I'm saying is, which the last, so first name, Fanny. Fanny. That's like that mayor. That they tells had, you everything you need to that know. That mayor they had in Atlanta, Keisha Bottoms. That's like, 
don't, bro, this gotta be an IG model. Anyway, so yeah, you go, okay, well, I don't think either of these people are good for the community. Just because yeah, yeah. Young Thug may have purchased your child a backpack, he also murdered that child's father, whatever, allegedly. So you go, bro, these celebrities aren't your friends. You damn near 40. And you defending this celebrity who would kick your ass out of their section if they came in the club. Yeah, I just, just I've stop. I've never I don't I never understood why people look at celebrities and hold them to such a high standard. It's like they're people. Like a uh, perfect example is uh, Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Now we didn't have Twitter or Instagram back when he was fucking up. Yeah, but he was like fucking up. Bro. I mean, there was there was a report on Robert Downey Jr. on the news every day. Cocaine. All kind of crazy drugs in rehab, out of rehab, accident, and like, mm-hmm. you know, he's Iron Man now. He's Iron Man. Advice? Now. Yeah. Want to get to the advice? Oh yes. Let's get to some advice. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm right. I am I'm not running on a lot of sleep. I apologize again. I've been drinking. <laughs> it's Labor Day. You sound like Beyonce. I've been drinking. I've been I've drinking. Been you drinking. man, when you hit me up, I'm telling you, we've been drinking all. Day. Yeah, you were like, uh, we got a studio, what? Hold on, what's the studio? Where's the location? Yeah, you... yeah get to them questions, because you got to... No, I'm good. I'm, I mean, we... When I'm but done... yes, people, stop thinking celebrities are your friends. They're not. They probably kick you out of this section. They would probably put your first name and last name on the internet mm-hmm. but and be like, this bitch ain't bring me my food. When I'm done here, we're going right back to the party, so... For those of you, if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome to the penthouse. We in Phil's rooms, but I don't know though. Avery Mason, Phil Hunt, please make sure to follow the podcast. But I don't know though. Pod on Instagram, and then you can also follow our personal accounts, questions, comments. Phil handles our customer service complaints. So if you have complaints, comments, said this because I forgot early in the Jay Z segment to say, if you a Jay Z stan. Stop trying to slip the word draconian into casual interactions with people. It's not like a word. People gonna know you a whole. Stop. Not a word that people Bro, use. Cut it out. Draconian. Seriously. Yeah. Stop. You didn't know that word before two weeks ago. True. Anyway, if you want to follow me, please do it on Instagram, Avery Mason official on Insta, uh, Twitter, the Avery Mason. And follow us, Phil. But I don't know no pod. That's Instagram. How can Instagram. they follow you too? I am Phil Hunt. Questions. Yes, let's get to the question before we run out of time. We'll right. ran out, but he'll be back shortly. Come on. Um, and add out, here is the disclaimer. Uh, Phil and I are not experts. Not Show's all. called But I Don't Know Though Pod because we like to help people give advice. We're common men, okay? We've lived a life. We've done a lot, but we've never gone to school for... Have you ever gone to school for We're counseling? experts. You had a degree? No. No? So what we telling you... It could go either way. It's my show's called, but I don't know. So the first question here is, this is a good one. Uh, I've given you some soft lobs. This one is like, it's a little heavy. Uh, should I continue to ignore my friend's frequent racist comments? A couple of years ago, we relocated and started hanging out with some of our new neighbors. We embraced one couple in particular and spent a good deal of time with them. It was after we developed this friendship that issues arose. Linda is a bigot. That's an old word. Mm. Linda's a bigot. She talks down about black people, Mexicans, Asians, you name it. She wasn't like this initially, but her derogatory references have been increasing lately. I guess as she's gotten more comfortable around us. We are of opposite political persuasion, but never discuss politics or religion. And I certainly don't want to open that can of worms. 
That's the funny <laughs> shit to discuss with people. Absolutely. I love hearing I love hearing it. Um, I find my side of our friendship fraying as I become more and more bothered by the references to migrants, immigrants, and people of color, but I usually don't respond. The look on my face when she drove up my driveway one day to warn me that a carload of unprincipled racial slurs, and that's what it says in the... I just, okay. <laughs> she wrote unprincipled racial slurs okay. are coming around the bend, gave me away, however... Because we became friends before she exhibited this kind of behavior, I don't want to terminate our relationship. <laughs> For now, I act like a duck and try to let her comments roll like water off my back. But I don't know. I can keep it up. Any suggestions? I love that she said, but I don't know. We should have her on the pod. We should. Um, I'll to go first. I'll say this. No. If you feel uncomfortable about comments she's saying that's racist or racial, confront her. Hey, yo. You keep talking about black people. Listen, I got some black coworkers that make some great food. I love their taste I'm in confused. music. I'm confused. What color is she? Doesn't say. Like, but you got to assume she's white. I sometimes respect when white people say who they are right in front of me. That it's like, at least I know who this guy is. Nah, she didn't say, but the way she put in... I wish you guys could see what the way she wrote this letter. She put in parentheses. She drove up my driving one day to warn me that a carload of parentheses... Unprincipled racial slurs are coming. I feel like at a certain point, it's a reason she's communicating these ideas to you. Because she feels comfortable. Right. You feel the but, same way I do. But that's why I'm saying I, I never think you can get mad at people for being who they are. That it's like, if this is who she is. Yeah. But here, here's, How are y'all friends? There was some way well, y'all connected. She said she was friends with her before all of this stuff started happening. But what before I'll say... what's the Before she started, she started hitting the racial slurs. Yeah. And... We're two years into our friendship. Oh, yeah. I can reveal. My I can start telling you how I feel real about black off. people. Yeah, I don't. I don't like or both. Whoever, he eats fried chicken. You know that kind of stuff. She gotta take a stop the Asian hate sticker and just slap it on her bumper as she's leaving. My thing is, it she listen, argues about it. White, like, white oh, people. That's who you are. White people who watch this podcast. I'm gonna tell you all this. If you want to get rid of racism, whenever one of your brothers or sisters your white brothers and sisters say something like this, you got to check them. That's the only way it's going to stop. And for this lady, you got to check your friend. I know she's your friend. Y'all tight. So but she always saying way. wild stuff. Like, yo, you saying so wild, crazy racist stuff. she the closet at first. Yeah, she came out the closet she with the racism. She came out now. Yeah, she, hmm. yeah. That's tricky because, like I said, what they say, back to whole verse, when the grass is cut, the snakes will show. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit of like, you got to respect somebody letting you see that, yo, I'm a snake. And then you got to decide what you're going to do with that snake. I th you got to decide, are you a person who appreciates honesty, but maybe doesn't agree? Then you can just voice that you disagree every time they become a snake. It's got not. Nah, it's got Or nah. you can quit fucking with them completely, which I think, no. I think it's worse to ignore the problem. Yeah, you can't. I think it's nah, better to show up to the barbecue, taste the chicken, and go, it's a little unseasoned. But also stop saying that about Hispanics. There you go. Cool people. And that's my point. White folks, y'all got to check y'all people. So, yeah. no, I, I think part of the problem that she's saying of, like, staying away from them is the problem. Well, I think for, you got to show up and be like, let's, don't call Jay-Z capitalist. Let's bring up. Wolf in. Wolf, what you missed was the advice question. She's She's got a friend who's kind of racist and come out now is fully racist. Mm -hmm. And she wants to know what she should do about it. Like her friend is saying wild, crazy things about blacks, Mexicans, Asians, and mm -hmm. she's like, I didn't know that she was saying all this stuff. What should I do? Should I confront her and just like tell her her views are crazy? Yeah, I think you should. I think you should put something on her mind for sure. And um, you should really even question 
why is this your friend? And should she continue to be your friend? Because as they say, birds of a feather flock together, man sharp and man like Damn. sharp and steel. So this person represents you whether you like it or not. And that person mm -hmm. don't got greatness in their heart at all. So you but should I think that's part think of the problem. It. We let it be alone. Like when I think of like the Unabomber, he was out in the middle of like Montana, Wyoming alone. Timothy McVeigh was out in the middle. I think same. I think like Montana, Oklahoma, the yeah. people had just left them completely alone. Mm -hmm. That it's like, no, I think you need to show up to the barbecue, take some unseasoned chicken yeah. and say, I agree. Bro, you fucked up. Yeah, put it on their mind. You my guy, but you fucked up right now. Yeah. And you need to offer that, and then they go home and think, and they yeah, go, for sure. he's still my friend. I think leaving them alone is the problem. Yeah, I, I, you, I don't think she should not be friends with her. I just think she needs to be like, yo, you wildin' right now? Like, you sound crazy. Like, And if you can offer a pinch of humor or two to, like, you know, sometimes it's like people take the medicine. If you put a little sugar in it, if it's candy-coated, that it's yeah. like... No, I'm just fucking with you. You know, I'm spitballing right now, but bro, think about what you be saying. Yeah, that think, when they go, I don't like black people. Well, your ancestors brought them here. Yeah, so who's really at fault? Yeah. You want to blame somebody? Yeah, uh, dig your ancestors. Dig your great great grandfather to take them back <laughs> to where they came from. Exactly, because I mean, I feel like people. Whenever somebody black does something wild on the train, for example, okay. mm. white folks or whoever look to us to like correct them. Like mm, I was going to so tell you true. what what happened on the train. There's a dude on the train bugging out. So now true. there was a white lady next to me. She's like, I can't believe he's doing this. Somebody should do something. What are you looking at and me she kept for? Looking at you. Somebody should do something, easy. <laughs> well, you're six three, six. Yeah, four. but I'm like, like, I'm just a little old lady. You, I mean, though. I wasn't gonna do nothing, but she kept bringing it up, and she was feeling unsafe. And all I did, sometimes it's all people need to do, was yeah. I just looked down the train and said, "Hey, yo, my nigga, shut the fuck up!" And he stopped. Okay. Yo, shut the fuck up! And he was like, "My bad, sorry." And <laughs> that's just white so people. But yeah, but say white. We need a six foot four Were white you person now. Huh? Were you sitting down? I, I, I didn't get up. There was no need. Yeah. So you, did you tell him, no, yo, I'm 6'4 if I stand up? Yo, nah, I was just like, hey, up. yo, hey, yo. He looked and said, yo, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Like, I yell at you. Shut up. Like, it's, people are crazy, but they not stupid. So. Yeah, it's like, you ain't that crazy. Yeah, like white people. Crazy. You hear one of your white brothers and sisters talking about black people and Asians. Just, hey, 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 shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, you sound up. stupid right now, all right? Yeah, like, simple. stop. Like, that's that, simple. That if we had more of that, then I think we racism would be a thing of the past. But too many white people. But that's like the problem. Things. I think we leave people alone, and they're allowed to those ideas are allowed to grow. Then yeah. they start just hanging out with like-minded people. And yeah, and then it never like, goes. Oh, great. I think I'm valid now. I have a point. Yeah, don't leave anything alone. Somebody black didn't come to my unseasoned barbecue and tell me raisins don't go in potato salad, and yeah. also. I think he tripping about the Mexicans like, <laughs> come on, bro, Selena, J-Lo, come on, a little bit of Selena. Wait, wait, wait a minute, you don't like that I put raisins in the potato salad, Phil? <laughs> yeah, for three years you've been eating the raisins in my potato salad. I, I didn't, you know, everybody talking about it, I didn't want to. So, yeah, how, how much longer we got left? Um, we right at an hour, but I mean, we, if, we, if we cooking, we cooking. Next one don't come till seven, so. Oh, word. Yeah. We'll do one more piece of advice and then we'll get out of here. Yeah. Um, Read that next I need advice. some advice. How many days do you have to be drinking straight for people to think you're an alcoholic? Because I'm feeling all this liquor right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to put it out there. I'm feeling all this liquor right now. Y'all don't understand. All right. Like, I am I am in the I'm in the metaverse. I'm here, but I'm I'm not here. I'm like, here. Man, some water. You know what I'm saying? I'm nice and... 
I apologize, Phil. You know, Phil's like, hey, you good? I was like, no, I'm not good. <laughs> nah, we earlier, we was talking about me going to the photo shoot and getting to Beijing. So we'll talk about that real quick. Oh, yeah. Those, let me ask you about that. Hair model. He's a hair model. So, yeah, the homie hit me and was like, yeah, man, we got to talk about uh, doing some hair shots for my portfolio. And I instantly responded. What, you need the nigga whose hairline receding? Like, am I going to be a before picture? Is that what happening right now? Like, I don't mind it. Just give me a little bit of money, and it's cool. You know the pictures in the barbershop where you go, they have, like, the chart of people before, with different haircuts? Yeah, before and yeah. after. Phil go be they one of those. show the after. But it's like, show the before of, like, this is best we can do with your shit. You, you, these are your options. One, five, and ten, nigga. <laughs> Which one are you? Are you ten? Phil was ten. Like, was you know 10. how uh, hidden characters are on video games? Yeah, 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 so yeah, like, yeah. The rest of this yeah, shit yeah. is hidden to you. <laughs> one, five, and ten, nigga. Which one you want? Because your shit is back oh. there George Jefferson right now. I wish I could be a hair model, Phil. How does it but, feel? So, no. What wound up happening was he was doing a photo shoot for SAG. To get into the union, oh, it was okay. like they previously didn't have barbers in the union. They don't. They just had hair and makeup people. So it's like, this, what about the people with low hair and fades? And they don't have like enough that. black people cutting hair. And I might even lie to you because so, I've been on set a couple of times and I had white people cut my hair, didn't know what they were doing. And I got bumps because of it. So uh, well, no, when I was on. came over and cut your hair. No, 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 no. When I, 50 lines you up with a gun. I was like, funny. nigga, that's a gun. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Stop moving! Stop moving! I'm like, I'm like, bro, that, that is a nine millimeter. Is. Like, what oh, do you want? Your line. Him and Tommy. There you go. Anyway, nah, so yeah, I, this guy he wanted to do the sports portfolio, and the crazy thing was, he kind of casually mm -hmm. hit me with a little bit of the Beijing. He pulled out a can, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And he started spraying. And I was like, I've never heard that sound when I got a cut. And he was like, <laughs> yeah, I hit you with a little Beijing. I wanted to even you out. You're a little uneven in certain places. Uh, I was like, ah. Yeah, the Sharpie shape up is I what you say. Beijing. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't ready to be the Beijing king, you know. Safari's oh, no. out here. Tory, did, Tory Lanez is out here. How did you feel? I wasn't ready to be how, Beijing you after? king. How did you feel? I got home, I looked in the mirror, and I felt like a fraud. So I started hitting it with water. I was like, nah, <laughs> bro. I saw what happened to Carlos Boozer. Oh, remember, oh, remember he yeah, thought he was yeah, about to yeah, play yeah. four quarters oh, of an NBA God. game. And in the first quarter, Carlos Boozer looked good. Damn. But by the second, by the third, second quarter, when you got to guard Kevin yo, Garnett all night, like that. And this nigga's bald. He ain't got no hair to worry about. He's aerodynamic, bro. I was like, he's he's playing so hard, he's sweating his insides out. Quarter, I thought he was sweating his, his insides shoe out. His polished hairline has started to run down the side of his face. Oh, it was gross. So and shouts I, out to Granddaddy Carlos Booz. I don't even think he remembered or even realized. No, there's a great clip of him explaining of like, yeah, 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 where yeah, my yeah, mom go, was at. Look at that. Basically. He said the same thing I said, though. I went to the barber. Next thing I know, he's like, oh, we got some new shit. <laughs> he started spraying it, and I'm like, for you know, you can't it play like for You might survive like a high school basketball game, but NBA nah. competition? And Ooh. Tim Donahue was probably the referee yeah. some of them games? Called so a bunch extra of fouls. Hard. Yeah. He's calling all sorts of fouls on your shiny-ass head <laughs> that it just slowly started to leak out of his head. And oh, no. God bless Carlos Boozer. But, yeah, I felt like him. I got home. I got in the mirror. I'm not a cheater, so I was, like, scrubbing a little bit, like, nah, we got to. 
We you wanted to keep it factual, actual. You I'm an honest to... guy. I didn't ask for that. And my I mean, that's is... up to the barber that he did what he had to do for his portfolio. It was like, my hair is, this is where my hairline is. Yeah, I'm I don't not gonna like to cheat. I, I might not be a Viagra guy. I might just have to be like, I'm going to eat the pussy again. Whatever. <laughs> right. I, respect, it, I respect that, bro. It taught me that I'm not a cheater. <laughs> I respect that a lot, actually. I'm going to put some more work in. Hey, I took the pill. Let me just, uh, let me uh, just. Tongue yeah. always work. You Hilarious. Know? Dick, my, my no days nice off. off. The dick need breaks, but the tongue always works. So Hilarious. I, it taught me that about myself of like all right i'm not one of those guys because within a day or two i had it out of there of like nah we not doing that <laughs> too young for that but what was this, what was this last question i know I, I like keeping it kind of goofy y'all this question we help all types of people and there's no questions off limits so if you got a question feel free to ask it at but i don't know the pots in the dm uh anchor.fm spotify we on apple podcast and also here, live and direct at WTF Studios. Thank you very much. Um, so hit us up. Next question and last question. How can I convince my 12-year-old daughter to shave her armpits? <laughs> Wish we had a woman here to help answer this question because neither one of us are 12-year-old girls. Right. My 12-year-old daughter has always been somewhat counterculture in her style. She's very artistic and often wears clothes she has designed herself. Recently, we were swimming, and I noticed she had a lot of hair under her arms. I asked her mother if she had explained about shaving, and she had. Apparently, our daughter doesn't want to shave because she feels it's a social rule she doesn't want to follow. I mean, I get it, but I'm afraid the other kids are going to give her a hard time when they notice. I've tried to convince her with gentle product to consider shaving to no avail. I don't want to say just do it, but I think she should. Am I being unsympathetic? Am I supposed to just let her be? even if it means she's unknowingly making her life more difficult. Listen, man. Leave her your, alone. You're a yeah. father. Keep your daughter a virgin as long as you can. Yeah, if that's, the, if that's the biggest problem you have, you're doing all right as a dad. Although I say, 12-year-old yeah, right. boys don't have a lot of standards. No, well, I'll tell you this. I've seen euphoria. She, you know what? And this is where bullying comes into play. This is where bullying is important. True. If you want her to shave her armpits, she won't do it. When she goes to school, then them kids roast her talking about, oh, yeah. remember you say you got Don King in a headlock? That kind of thing mm -hmm. will get you. All that. And it's not, <laughs> it's not nice, but you got armpits. Yeah, next it's thing not, you know, you're on a school bus yelling at the kids. Yeah, it's... <laughs> you know, Which one of y'all roasting my daughter? And it's like, you know what? Yeah, that I think that's good. That's cute. That's innocence. Like, I yeah. remember I dated a girl one time, and her mother drank beer. Out of the bottle or out of the cup? I will tell you where. Okay. Don't worry about all that. But she had a cup, but yeah, she tried to make it look classy. That's what I'm saying. But she asked her daughter, you know, make me that beer or whatever. And her daughter got it and, like, poured it straight into the glass. Mm -hmm. And she goes, you're supposed to lean the glass. But you're in college, and now I know you don't drink. Hmm. So sometimes it's like appreciate the fact that your child still has their innocence, yeah, yeah, and doesn't isn't into boys and trying to like get a yeah. boyfriend for sure that they would have their daughter. I mean, their armpit thing is armpit is minor, shape. so yeah. It's but the, like, the, the kids will regulate that. Like it sounds harsh to say it, but yeah. I mean, and then when she gets old enough, if she don't want to shave, she won't. But right now, yeah, the kids, the girls will get, I mean, girls are mean, bro. Such a girl thing or like. I thought, I thought guys. I, I'll be real. It's like, I've never been hitting a girl and looked under her underarms. Like, hold up. No, no, no. No, no. You see it. Come on. Don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I did do that. see one girl who was a comedian and was like, I'm pro arm hair. And I just thought it was dumb because it was like. 
Okay, but who the fuck cares? Like, you're 30. Well, no you, one's going to be like, why you have arm are hair? Are you dating anyone with armpit hair? Um, That's a negative. Look how long you took the answer. <laughs> but, but, here's the but here's the thing. If she fine, you don't give a fuck. Kelly Rowland could have all the arm nah, hair. Nah, nah, nah. How Megan much good? armpit nah, hair? Like, Megan good? If it's a little what? bit of a bush, I'm good with all it. All the arm hair. Ain't nothing that's fine enough to have armpit I, hair. Oh, I think I don't care. I'm hey, Halle Berry could have armpit hair. I would like it. I'm open minded. See, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Halle Berry. But it couldn't be Lizzo with the armpit. Ain't no hair. girl ever asked me to manscape, so I'm gonna keep it on the quality tip on that level of mm -hmm. like, okay. do as you please, okay, and I'll do as I please with what you provide to work with. I just don't like the idea of her putting her arm. What if a me. girl, my man Wolf, you got the beard? What if a girl was like, I don't really. Rock Ooh, with the get beard. stuck in that. I need this you to dude, shave. This dude over here. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't hit. You, I mean, you, you're right though. That's a fair comparison. That, yeah, that wouldn't happen. But that is like, do that. And girls love beards, but there may be a girl that's like, nigga, that's last week's meal in your beard. Oh no. Yeah, I right. still smell the last girl it's, you had whoa. in your armpits, beard. Armpits, armpits is a big jump from. Whoa! Beard. You, you <laughs> shaved the beard right now. You, I did. Y'all might not recognize there. me right now. This, this is me. Shade. This is yeah. I had to for work. <laughs> oh, you had a role? Yeah, it was an audition. It's kind of big, so they they asked me to shave, and I. You auditioned to play a child in Aries Spears sketch. Yo. <laughs> Pour the baby oil on me, Aries. No stunt man needed. I'll take this take. <laughs> I'll do this take. He definitely needs those producers yeah. and editors at Mad TV yeah. to be like Aries. No. Sometimes you need Lauren Michaels to say no. Has so he responded from that? Nah, I don't know. I don't think no so. It's in law. It's in litigation. Come back from that one, yo. Wait, do very much without facial hair. You know you look like dude from Menace to Society. I knew it was coming. <laughs> you know you fucked up, right? Mm -hmm. You know you fucked mm -hmm. up. No, you fucked right. up. Bill Duke, who I actually talked to on Twitter about it. Oh, word. Somebody put a face by face comparison of me and him there, and I'm like, Bill, they say you're my daddy. You know, so <laughs> Bill was like, hey, SAG ain't got no child support. Bro. You got to chill with all that. You're doing 23. I'm going to take I'm gonna take the hat off so they can get the. Can you get the side by side, Wolf? I, I don't know if you can, but. Nah, you they don't look said, like Bill Duke, bro. Nah, thank you. Thank you. Nah, hell nah. Bill. nah. Hold on. Like Duke Where's Bill. my camera? I'm number four, right? All right. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a side by side. I get my gonna... lookalikes. People give me 50 cent. I've gotten Dwayne Wade. And, tax. And now I get tax stones. So. I've got my lookalikes. You getting yours, Bill Duke? You Text look like on. Duke Bill. I've gotten yeah. Lately, when I was in high school, it was fifty. Then it was Dwayne Wade, <laughs> and then now I get Tax Stone. That I'll be in Brooklyn. I, I, be like, I don't have my Beijing. That's why I'm covering my head like this. So I don't got my lineup. But now boy, there ain't no Beijing. That's gonna... that boy. You're gonna have to get Singapore and <laughs> Hong Kong and everything in there. It ain't just Beijing saving that. <laughs> Duke Bill. Bro, that's why I don't like, I don't like him. I don't like him, all right? <laughs> we did a show you? on BET where I roasted him, so he's like one him. of my favorite He called me Megabyte. It was all this stuff, and I'm just like, where did this come from? <laughs> yeah, I went back. <laughs> why are you back. laughing so hard, Wolf? <laughs> I went back to sixth grade. If we was in kindergarten or whatever, your dad would have came on a bus and be like, you motherfucking kid. Y'all picking on my son. He Which one was it? I got man. I hit why him with <laughs> the whole sink. Hey, shut up, Wolf. <laughs> shut up, man. But yeah, you definitely, Damn. you definitely do Bill out here. That but like, so sense. what do y'all think? That's gonna be our poll for next week. Do you think that I look like Bill Duke? Okay, we we're gonna put it up on Instagram. At, is it Bill Duke? Am I the new Bill Duke? I'll take. He had a long career. I'll take. Like it. I said, I've got mine. You know, 50, 50 got me girls in high school. After high school was D Wade. 
D Wade. Now yeah. I get when I'm in Brooklyn, I get tax stone that I gotta be like, that nigga's in jail, okay? <laughs> Don't, whatever beef you got, Don't it was about five dudes one night in Brooklyn that was like, he was like taxing. I had to turn around and kind of be like, uh, hey, hey, yeah, no. let me get my ass on this train and get up out of Brooklyn. That's a lot. Y'all out to tax, but you still got enemies out here, bro. And I don't need to smoke. I so. got enemies. Facts. Let's go ahead and hit them with the uh, handles and get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm you know? gonna go back to Labor Day. It's Labor Day party time. I, I'm on four or five. I might. I'm four or five days. I don't know. I might. I might have a hard time on Monday because I got some shows coming up. You got any shows coming up? I got some shows, but I have them dates. Look, I'm gonna be in Buffalo at the end of this month. There you go. That's important. That's very important. I'm gonna be with Alonzo Bolton, one of the best in the business. In the in business. Buffalo. And I think it's what is it, September 29th? September 29th. Sounds, that sounds Buffalo right. that sounds at Helium Comedy Club. So come check so that out. So go check him out. I, I'm gonna be at LOL Comedy Club. Uh that's where I'm at applying the craft. Uh follow me on Instagram to, to get more of the dates. Avery Mason official. Pray for me to make it through Labor Day because I got a lot of alcohol in my system and I'm not guaranteeing. And at Duke Bill, official. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> the Avery Mason. Duke, little son. The, <laughs> All, right. All right, take him with uh, more Povich. Um, get the DNA. <laughs> at, but I don't know though, pod. At but I don't know Instagram, though, pod. The Avery Mason on Twitter. We need y'all support. So we're, we know who supports we're, the pod. And thank you, and thank you to those who do watch because we see the views. Appreciate you. Appreciate and that I am Phil Hunt on all social media. One of my homegirls who listens to the show is a big fan of your. Uh, awesome. Of your point of view, so I just want to let you know her. that she's like, "Hey, I love Phil. Oh, that's that's awesome. What about me? You know me. Yeah, you, I know you, but I love yeah. Phil. So, shouts out to Wolf for holding us down. Yeah, Wolf is the man. We in don't cut them right dreads. Now, Let me get that when you're done with those. That. I need to get this hairline back. I yeah, appreciate that. Boy, boy said if Megan Good came with hair under her arms, he like, still you nah. Megan Good with armpit hair. No, I would braid that. No shit woman. With, I would Ew. braid that shit with my mouth. Nah, Ew. Hey, pass me the cocoa butter. Let me just get the. Let's. Get up out of here. Yeah, we'll see y'all next week. New episodes every Tuesday. Yeah, and we're going to be in studio more. Like, share, subscribe. We done. Yeah. Boom.